We are live. I want to welcome everybody to tonight's episode of The World According to That Man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I want to welcome the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers. And I want to say everybody that uh, puts the comments in, like profiles that doesn't rant, but uh, sends emails and stuff, they're read, and uh, it's greatly appreciated. I want to remind everybody that listens on the podcast to please subscribe to our Rumble channel and vice versa, comments and niceties are always, always welcome. And uh, thank you for letting us trend in eight different countries. It's pretty awesome. Uh, we will take eight countries. And we are joined tonight by, we are, we're supposed to be joined by uh, four people, but there are three people, but uh, we're waiting on the fourth. But before that, we are joined by Mandy Gunasekra, live from her condominium in the great state of Missouri. Mississippi, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. <laughs> Gee whiz, Judah, that's terrible. It's a hell of a difference between Mississippi and Missouri. Yes. I, I assume you're saying it's a joke, but it's not not that funny a joke. I mean, the Mississippi is a lot different than Missouri. It's 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 an inside joke, and uh, Mandy Mandy knows. Judah, I think I'm on the inside. Mandy Mandy knows I kid because she is the Mississippi queen, and Mandy, uh -huh. welcome. How's the condo going with the children? Yeah, it's good. It's good. I um. So my closet collapsed, so I've got to get a carpenter. He's coming Thursday to rebuild the closet. And then I've got a designer that's going to come help make everything look very nice and coordinated. But other than that, it's great. <laughs> uh, there you are. And of course, the show would not be complete with America's humble servant, icon, iconoclast. So many things, as he brought up the other night, that it's too many. To, it's just too much to mention Ben's career. It's He is a... Re rebellious renaissance man who has managed to uh, uh do so much as he said books speech writing and presidents ftc lawyer uh oh, no way <clears throat> very very advanced super nuclear powered securities lawyer. i could not have said mm -hmm. it that well and of mm -hmm. course the greatest husband in the world to the greatest wife in the world the greatest and, wifey there has ever been. Yeah. Uh, the goddess Alex from outer space. 100%. And uh, to everybody listening, welcome and uh, hope you're doing well. I mm -hmm. uh, wanted to start tonight uh, before Larry gets here. Uh, Larry Clayman. Larry, Larry King. Clayman. Larry King. Larry. If Larry King was here. I, I know. I oh, know. wow. That, that would, uh, he, he was an incredibly great guy. The greatest of great guys. Well, you don't have that long of a career. I used to, I, I, you don't have that long of a career if you didn't, but I, it's funny because I used to see him at Dodger games when uh, I was invited to Dodger games by a friend that hasn't spoken to me since Trump's been elected. And, uh, I, I used to see Larry and if you, Mandy, when you go to Dodger games, they leave at the seventh inning. And Larry King would always stay to the ninth inning. And I wanted that, like the Dodgers should have done, like, if Larry could stay, you could stay. And yeah. uh, if Larry King is here at this age, you better be staying. Well, but, he's dead. Well, when he went, when he was living and going to games, not when he, he's, he, well, I guess he's, uh, he's still watching. I didn't realize he had passed. I did yeah. not know. I didn't... Two years ago. He is a very, very, very wonderful guy. Hmm. A mm -hmm. genuinely decent guy in hollywood which is rare yeah very rare and uh yeah. and here we are with america's lawyer 
Uh, Larry Feynman. <laughs> and there's Benjamin and Mandy. Oh, well, welcome. Larry. Hello. I already did the introductions. I'll give you your you. plugs in, in due time. But right away, right, that's Larry Clayman from FreedomWatchUSA.org. Uh, ben, right away, uh, there was a story yes, today. Yes, yes, yes. There was a story today that Hunt, that uh, that Joe Biden's dog, uh, Major, uh, German Shepherd, which everybody knows my opinion on German Shepherds, has bit the 11th time that we know of a Secret Service agent. The 11th well, time. I, that's an impeachable offense for sure. Where did he bite him? I, I don't know where he bought him, but I think it's time to uh, bid him. Where did he bid him? Uh, I think it's time to get him out. Uh, I should vote both of them out, but definitely uh, major does not belong there. I just thought we'd start with a little uh, weird story, man. Well, that is, uh, that is, but in a way, that's quite interesting, much more fair than you think, because the contempt that the Bidens must have for the Secret Service to let that happen is breathtaking. I worked very closely with the Nixons on their dogs, King Timo, Pasha, and Vicky. And uh, those dogs were so well behaved. It was phenomenal. And I, your humble servant, used to bring my incredibly beautiful Weimaraner, Mary, to, to the executive office building, which is part of the White House. And she would go running up and down the halls. And I wouldn't even consider letting her bite. Secret Service and the Secret Service were very good to me. They let me take drugs and guns into my office. I, I, I was going to say something before I get to you, like, Mandy. I was going to say something else. It, it, a dog really does take on its owner. Yeah, I, and, that's what uh, I was thinking, Judah. And, I see uh, clearly they have a problem instilling discipline in their children and their pets, and yeah. it manifests itself in all sorts of ways. And it's the last two dogs. This is the second dog they've had to get. They had to get rid of the other one, Mandy. You're right, Judy. You know, my dog Beverly is ill right now. Is that she doesn't she doesn't attack people, she attacks other dogs. So she takes well, after her dad. Okay. <laughs> attacks other lawyers and judges. There, there, there you are. I will keep my dog away from Beverly. But you're right, it does. It speaks of mouthful. Ben, I think what you said is very true because it shows the lack of caring for your people that work for you. Nobody uh, it shows contempt. So yeah. It shows such incredible contempt. Yeah, yeah. contempt is a well, terrible thing. Talk about the Secret Service. You might remember that um, Chelsea Clinton and Hillary used to call them pigs. You remember that? I don't remember Chelsea doing it. I remember Hillary doing it. Yeah, they both did it. Yeah. I think Chelsea, I, are you sure? I'm not sure. Well, he did sue the Clintons 40 times. Well, so he probably has a, a lot of discovery. Well, yeah, I, I talked to Secret Service agents at the time. They just hated the Clintons. I mean, they did. And a uh, variety of different reasons. Okay, well, there you are. Okay, Ben, right off the bat, uh, and everybody on this panel tonight, other than me as a lawyer, but, I? Uh, but there's one common three theme among all of uh, Trump's uh, civil law, or yeah, lawsuit, no, criminal lawsuits, is they're all being brought by uh, black people, and uh, uh, obviously Alvin Bragg. You there are no people. black people; there are colored people. Yeah. Yes, people, people of color, and uh, they are uh, today. A judge, Letitia James, who's been going after Trump for God knows how many years, uh, a judge in New York found him guilty, shockingly, of of, of pretty much uh, 
scamming of inflating oh, great, greatly 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 inflating the value of his assets of inflating his assets and everybody knows in the real estate world everybody does it it's it's widely known but at the same time ben it, people that were giving him loans were probably doing their, their due diligence and you know, credit maybe suites, yes maybe no well you would think credit suites <laughs> would be doing it but again it's it's uh, there's, he stands no chance in these cases in New York State uh, going up against these judges, going up against these prosecutors, and it's a, it's it's a mockery of uh, it, it's very sad. It's it's, it's, it's terribly sad. Well, it's, as I keep saying, none of you will listen. We have a new race war in America, as blacks versus whites, and it is uh, blacks appointed by the Democrats against whites. And uh, it is a it is a race war. It's a very bad thing because America is not supposed to be a racially divided country. But I'm afraid the Clintons started with the Clintons and uh, racing up to very high gear with the Bidens have decided that the future of the Democrat Party is in tearing America apart and having the blacks make war on the whites. And it's a as my wife the world's finest being would say it's a heart-rendering sight well it's not, said. And Larry, it's not just against the whites Larry, and, Larry, you know, the, Larry. You know, yeah. um you you know this very well when they want to go after you they go after you they could suspend you they could make your life a living hell trump's not allowed to do business supposedly now in new york city under he's got to report so many different things larry as you know in the, in the district of columbia when they want you they want you. There's, there is no. Uh, yeah, they don't care. They don't yeah. care. I was just going to add one thing to what Ben said, and that is, is that it's also by leftist blacks and who have been brain brainwashed and blacks who've been brainwashed against conservative blacks. I mean, you and I have many conservative friends uh, that are black, and they are persecuted. We do called, called house ends. They're called. <laughs> they are threatened with their lives. I've written. I've mm. represented many of them. Okay, and it's. It's frankly similar to what we go through as Jewish Americans because I'm tarred and feathered because, you know. You have, are Jewish. Well, I'm, I'm messianic, okay, but I'm tarred and feathered because of that, okay, by leftist <laughs> Jews who don't even really believe in God. We're basically Marxists, but they use that as an opportunity to go after me. So, I mean, I've been. Well, anti Semitism has very little to do with religion. That's true. And I might add this, Judah's aware of this, but a few days ago, there was a hearing in, on Capitol Hill by uh, Jim Jordan with regard to Hunter Biden and the laptop and the bribery and everything else. And Nadler, uh, who's like 100 pounds in a 50-pound bag, starts spewing for Wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I think you're missing, you're missing part of that uh, analogy. There's a, two words missing. I know I didn't I didn't want to speak French in this, although I do speak French during this uh, session here. But uh, Nadler, of course, is a leftist Jew. You've got Schiff, you've got Schumer, you've got Blumenthal, you've got a whole slew of them up there. OK, hmm. so here's the thing. And it concerns me because Nadler says, well, it's really not important what we're doing here today. There are much more important things, such as the rise in anti-Semitism. And of course, uh, in my view, the rise in anti-Semitism is because of him and his fellow leftist Jews. There's a reaction to it. People see it. They see mm -hmm. these people are the disciples of Karl Marx, that they're not even 
you know, Jewish. And I want to make it clear to people, this is not the Jewish people. They're the biggest threat to Jewry. And, um, and frankly, they're a disgrace. And they should be called out for what they are. Well said, Larry. Very well said. But I want to get to Mandy. I want to know where Larry is tonight. <laughs> Larry never disagreed. Why is that? I'm like uh, Master Arafat, man. I never stay in the same place two nights in a row. <laughs> These days, it's for a whole other reason. But Mandy. Uh, <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> man, sure, that was very funny. Thank Good you. Good for you, Jim. Uh, Mandy. Uh, <laughs> What's the whole other reason? Uh, he's in love with <laughs> you. Uh, Mandy, I, I, it's, it, it's, it, I, I don't really. I, there really is, as Ben said, there's a race war. And this is this has been so racialized against Trump. These are all Soros appointed people. And it's 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 an outright scam. It's an outright mockery. And when will Republicans I, I know you, you have more faith in them than I do. But as I keep on saying, we have 27 district. We have 27 attorney generals in, the, in, in this country and nothing. No prosecutions, Mandy. Yes, we'll get to one in a second. But almost no prosecutions, Mandy. And uh, yeah, there you are, man. Go for it. Yeah, well, I think I think it. So reverse racism is racism. I think we all understand that. And it also it goes beyond racism. It's I think it really is. And I think it goes beyond conservatism. It's it's those that either fear or don't want to see the proliferation of free speech going after those that uh, live eat and breathe free speech in whatever application it ultimately is. And the judiciary system is becoming a weapon um, against that type of suppression. And that's what that's ultimately what we're seeing. But I agree. I mean, I think we have so many state officials. Just for one example, the state treasurers, the whole ESG movement, we've talked about this on separate shows, environmental social governance, basically establishing a social credit score for businesses in some and how well they align with the left wing agenda. But the state treasurers have organized and pushed back and they've actually been very effective. There's a group called the SFOF. I forget what all that stands for, but it's basically the organizing entity. I would love to see more of that with our attorneys general I know there's groups like Raga that do a relatively good job, but but I too am like you. I would like to see some action pushing back and fighting fire with fire. We have we can't be polite. We can't always be the polite rule followers because as Trump exposed and what we experienced leading up to him actually showing us how to fight, that lends itself to constantly losing power and constantly being on um, on on the opposite side of pushing otherwise successful policies. Well said. Ben's Very down. well said. I took, couldn't agree more. And I do wonder where the Republicans are. I mean, where I've told you a million times, I've said this a million times, that Mr. Nixon's opinion was of the Republicans in Congress. And uh, yeah, it's it's really embarrassing how passive the Republicans are. And uh, I, I don't know why. What's what's What do they have to gain from? I guess whatever area they're in, the media will go after them unless they uh, deball themselves. As the Democrats <laughs> want them to do. And uh, it's a kind of heart rendering, as my wife would say, situation. But well, I'm going to uh, give you an example, Ben. I'll give you, and using Mandy as anecdotal data, total anecdotal data. Mandy had a just anecdotal. Uh, people people uh, that know Mandy was uh, the number two at uh, in the 14th department at Trump's EPA. And <laughs> That 
uh, will not get her job anywhere. In any other administration, if you had hired a job as Mandy Gunasekra had in the Trump administration, you'd be getting speeches, you'd be getting asked to be on boards, you'd be getting a ton of stuff, and you would never have been kicked out of your race for not being uh, a citizen of your own state. I know that that is one of the most now, horrifying. Now, if you look ever. at all, the, if you look at all the people that former Trump Trump people that are on the on the pundits that go against him. They're still making money. That's their only yeah. avenue for a living. So when you see like somebody like Cassidy Hutchinson, is that how you pronounce her name? What kind of a name is that? She's the one that accused that said that on January 6th, Trump leapt ahead in, in, from the back seat to the driver's seat and yeah. tried to, get the, the, tried <laughs> to get the Secret Service guy. Uh, to to turn around to go back to the Capitol, some and she's on and she's on and she's welcome right. in the in the worlds of MB, MSNBC. Ben, oh, well, look so, at worse than that is Alyssa, uh, whatever her last Farrah, name is. Yeah, he's from Farrah. Joseph Farah is my very good friend. I wrote for World Net Daily for many years. Uh, they went uh, native. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that, Joseph had a stroke and turned it over to this yeah. guy David Capellian, who turned it into milk toast. To get to the. I don't write there anymore, but but Joseph must be, you know, twisting, you know, watching his, his daughter's on the view. She was a yeah. former Trump uh, appointment. She's a former Trump. Uh, she worked for Trump, Ben, and she she works on the view. So it's yeah, either, she, well, but I mean, if she's, working, if she's working on the view, she has to be a Bolshevist. She is. And that's my point. My point is that all the people made a conscious decision. In your, and I think that's a lot of what these Republicans are doing is they're looking at their shelf life. And they're looking to see what happens after. And if they if they they're scared to death, if they continue, if they if they're on the right, right, they won't work. They won't have jobs. They won't have what what all congressmen used to have when they left office. Mm-hmm. And. Just the I think it's um, awful. I, look at Hollywood. It's horrible. Like I see ben, it happening all around me. Talk about Hollywood, Ben, you know what what they've done with you, you know. I know it's horrifying. I could have been a star. One of that you you are a star. You could have been. I a could have been a contender. Exactly. You were the contender. You are you are a winner, Ben. But, but this, I have, it could have been a contender. This is what you go through, you know. I mean, but you got to believe in something. Which I am. There's only there's only one entity we have to answer to, and it's God. Okay, so you don't have to answer to the, uh, for lack of a better word, sissies in Hollywood. And we don't have to answer oh, to the, the corrupt. Oh, here we go. You see, here we go. Making fun of Hollywood, calling everyone in Hollywood gay. It is not true that everyone in Hollywood is gay. Everybody in Washington is gay. Well, what, why not, is it? A, why is it? That's not drive, true. Why is it that you drive <laughs> problems into West with Hollywood? Women. <laughs> why is it when you drive into West Hollywood, there's a giant statue of a penis? Okay, so it's... Oh, wait a minute. I live very near West Hollywood. I've never seen that I mean, Larry, Larry is projecting. Anyway, so let's get to the next point. All right, sorry. Uh, let's, let's get to the next point, which is, Ben, I, they had it in Canada the other day, they had Zelensky there, and they had a Nazi on stage. They what? They had an yeah. actual Nazi, and everybody in the parliament who's been living in Canada, he served in the Ukrainian world in war during World War II. He just fought for the opposition. And he's 98 years old, and he was in Canada, and uh, he's an Nazi. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
it, it was in the Ukraine, and he fought for the for the Nazis against the Russians, against the Poles, and uh, in the, the Russia. I thought they said the Russians. Oh, the Russians. Okay, so yeah. so he was sorry against the Russians, and Poland is going after him now. Uh, Canada has brought no extradition, and uh, it's uh, not the greatest optic when you're trying to fight that you uh, have sort of Nazi uh, tendencies, uh, Nazi tendencies, and especially in Canada. And I think about this, like you look at an empty suit like Trudeau, who obviously comes from, uh, you know, Canadian royalty, which gives him the edge in uh, becoming prime. Gavin Newsom must look at him and say, I wish my father was the prime was a governor no, I, or something. I think they're probably boyfriends, frankly. <laughs> but Ben, it's it's a very bad, it's a very bad, it's a very bad optic. It's a very and I keep on but the biggest point, Ben, is you have all these things going on. And I still try to figure out what was Trump's crime. You have a Nazi on stage that literally killed people, killed Jews, killed whoever he was. And and everybody in the parliament stood up, and I'm still I'm thinking. No, 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 no! Please don't play that. They didn't know he was a Nazi till after. They didn't vet him. He's been living in Canada for God knows how many years, and they didn't vet him. Remember Kurt Waldheim? Yeah, of course. General of the UN, and then president. We all remember. Yeah, we all. Yeah, we. And there was, and there's been quite a few, by the way. Uh, Francois Mitterrand in France. It was don't tell me, wait, don't tell me Mitterrand was a Nazi. I don't believe that. He was a collaborator. That's what he was. I don't think he was. I think I just, I just within the last few days saw something about him being part of the resistance in France. Just within the last few days, on one of the best TV shows I've ever seen, World War II Diary, World War II Day by Day. But I'm sorry, but I could, and they could be wrong, and I could be wrong, but. Uh, I mean, France, the amazing thing about France during World War II, France was a nation of very roughly 50 million people, very roughly. The Germans had 5,000 Wehrmacht and Gestapo people running it. All the rest was done by the French collaborators. I'm not disparaging yeah. France. I'm actually a Francophone. No, I no. With all due respect, I think you're missing my point. Exactly. The point is, the French were all too happy to collaborate with the Nazis and implement the anti-Semitic murder policies of the Nazis. Yeah, I wouldn't say all of the French. De Gaulle left and went to London. Of course not. He, he said he set up. He set up the government. Do you think I met a hundred percent? No, I know that. But he set up an alternative government that uh, there were several alternative governments. That started with all due respect, you know very well. I wasn't saying yeah, I know that. Let me just say something about the French, okay? As long as we're on the subject, okay? Yeah, we wouldn't have won the Revolutionary War without them, whatever their motives were with regard to the Brits. Number two, the French have been more pro-Israel, you know, except for a few exceptions than this country's ever been. When the Israelis, you know, were attacked in 1948, it was Charles de Gaulle, who I think was one of the greatest leaders, you know, of the 20th century, who got arms to the Israelis. I think you've got, you've got that all wrong. I mean, you have that, Larry, I love you like a brother, but you have that all wrong. Charles de Gaulle was a noted anti-Israel voice, a noted anti-Israel voice. Well, and the we, French weren't sending them any respectfully arguments whatsoever i will add that even the even the socialist government in modern history they're terrible they're terrible 
They were okay, the only ones. Okay, okay, we okay. Let's, one last let's, point. One last point, uh, my good friend, is that <laughs> yeah. the only ones who objected to the Iran agreement that Obama signed with regard to the nuclear arms, the French were against it. Okay, so yeah, we give them credit. Full credit. Well, you give them full full credit for that. But Larry, my, my bigger point, Mandy, is they had a Nazi there. They had a Nazi there. A 98-year-old Nazi that uh, 318 people stood up and applauded, albeit they probably didn't know he was a Nazi. Well, I mean, if they didn't know he was a Nazi, where's the crime? My, no, the crime, my point is, the crime is he's an actual, it, 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 we have a Nazi alive. And I'm thinking to myself, Mandy, if I, and Ben has brought this up, all the things they've brought against Trump are akin to spitting on the street. They've found things. Exactly, that, exactly right. They have found things in the in the civil code, and Larry's brought this up, and you've brought this up that that are they're akin to him spitting in the street, and 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 and, and it's like perspective. And people are getting twenty two years and, for it, right? And it's where people are getting twenty two years for breaking glass. And to put in perspective, Mandy, they had a Nazi uh, at, at at a Canadian yeah. event. So, so they, they didn't know. No, no, I, I, I'm just saying. I'm using it as an example of Judah. Makes fun of me because, you know, he knows that I'm a fan of Woody Allen, a fan. I quote him a lot. But I urge you to go back and try to find on YouTube a little clip from Annie Hall where Woody Allen is at a socialist party, a, a social party in New York with the high rollers and the social scene. And uh, someone says, have you seen this article about these Nazis that are, are going to march in, in Skokie, right? And he says, yeah, I've seen it. Uh, and but I don't care about articles. He says the only way, and I'm, I'm taking the humor out of it because I'm not paraphrasing it, uh, is to deal with them is to use you know rocks and whatever to deal with it. And someone says, "Oh no, I think articles in the New York Times opinion uh -huh. is much more effective." You know, so you know the bottom line is is that these Nazis need to be eradicated yeah well sure they've been pretty much eradicated broader meaning because we have a justice department now that is run like a gestapo and as far as i'm concerned they're a bunch of nazis so you know okay. there you are but mandy my big my mandy my, my bigger thing is i i, I still don't get the, the the crimes against trump i still don't i, I neither do i i don't get, I don't I, get I, the crime I, against trump i never got the crime against richard millhouse nixon i don't get the crimes at all except that we are running a bolshevized justice work. Yeah, well said, Mandy. Yeah, I mean, their only crime is that they are immensely popular with conservatives, the Republican Party, and that popularity is growing every day and crossing into sections of society that in recent years have been considered off limits for Republicans, including minority communities, Hispanics. There's, there is a growing swell of support for Trump. And that is the crime from their perspective. And they're trying to find any tool to take him down, including destroying foundational principles and destroying the judicial system um, and the right to a fair trial, which is so important to us actually functioning. I'm sorry that the trial in exactly right. I'm sorry the trial in DC against this uh, white reverse racist Tanya Chutkin. Tanya Chutkin? <laughs> Yeah, I, oh I my God, this is a, a fluff piece for her yesterday. It's how great she is, but she is really a nightmare. I'm sorry it's not televised because I would love the American people to see this. It would probably cement Trump's reelection to watch what goes on in that courtroom. 
And by the way, just for the record, what Mandy just said is a very is 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 actually a poll that came out today too. That his uh, with among Hispanics, Trump is at fifty percent in the in in the Republican Party. Uh, he's beaten all metrics of getting minority votes. Uh, he's beat. He's he, Mandy. To your point, he's he's really surpassed anything we could have expected. <laughs> Or a, 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 a Republican, a conservative, or whatever, to, to really land. And it's fairly amazing. And Mandy. Well, yeah, it's um, everything they do, the consultants or the machine that is the leftist institutions and the Democrat Party, everything they do to try to take Trump, Trump down, it backfires. I mean, it's been pretty consistent, starting with the Russia, 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 Russia hoax. Um, and, and from there on out, every time at post indictment um, or post impeachment, uh, he and now indictments, his his popularity grows. And so they um, my concern is they're going to get increasingly desperate um, and, and I don't know what the next thing is. If they're trying to take away his freedom and they're trying to prevent him from what running in states, which is also a fool's errand, but they're going to try it anyway. What is it that they're going to do next? It seems like there's nothing off the table from their perspective to stop Trump. Well, let's hope they have. Very brilliant. Well, Trump has good fool's errand is a very, well, very, very, very let's good, hope he has good, good Good security. I don't want to use the K word, but uh, he's at risk. Okay, so if everything else fails. But there's one thing that Trump did in the last few days, Ben. I want to get your take on it. Uh, it's your show, but I want to get your take on it. No, no, it's not my that, that I that I find uh, I find troubling. Okay, and that's Trump whoring it up with the United Auto Workers. Okay, they want a 20 percent raise uh, and all kinds of perks. The economy is heavily dependent on the audio industry. Uh, auto or audio? Be highly inflationary. And so him and Biden are going at it. Biden was on a picket line today, if you can believe that. I know, I love that. <laughs> Me love too. That. Yeah, but but I was very disappointed in Trump because he's- Well, he used Trump. to be part of the, U, the United Auto Workers Union, Biden. Biden? Yeah, yeah. of course. Why yeah, not? But, but Trump should not be, you know, he should just keep his mouth shut on this because 20% raise is pretty good in today's day and age. Well, if I, 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 none of us seem to have mentioned one of the latest Bon Mo's to our friend, Mr. Biden, which is that he called, he couldn't remember LL Cool J's He called them boy. He's, <laughs> okay, that's right. That's right. Steal the lines when we're bound. I'm, so, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Keep going. I'm sorry rude, about that. Judah. That's I'm so rude, I'm sorry, Ben. I didn't mean to. That's okay. But keep going, because I think- He didn't call him a colored boy. He just called him boy. He's taking a lot of heat for that, too, by the way. It's, it, but again, Ben, you know, you what, Ben, you're raising a great point, though. It's how many racial things could this racist things could this guy say or do or have said that would affect the black vote? It's 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 it, it, you talk about Ben Ben being hypnotized or, 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 or I don't know what the word is. He called LL Cool J one of the most successful rappers of all time, an extremely successful actor, boy. Now, if that doesn't affect, if that doesn't lose a few votes, I don't know what, I, I don't know what, Ben. Imagine if Trump was uh, a boy. You know what? I, I got to just disagree Sorry, with Sorry, Ben, by one the way. Thing about, one thing about Blacks, which I really uh, admire in many ways, is that they don't have that thin skin. Yeah, the leftist Blacks do. Right? What? But they don't. No, no, most blacks don't. You know, they understand at ground level 
you know, what uh, jive is, you know, what, what ebonics is and whatever else is. Uh, and, you know, I don't think that really is going to have a big dent in, in Biden. Right? Of course not. Nothing does. Nothing, no. nothing does. Well, nothing does except that Trump is now way ahead of the poll. I know, I, Ben. It's the first Ben. But my favorite thing about that poll is the Washington Post went against their own poll. <laughs> they said, "Don't believe our actual poll with ABC." It's it's the Washington Post ABC poll, and they're like, "Don't don't believe our poll. It's an outlier." So, okay, so it's not 10% lead, it's a 5% lead. But Ben, it's pretty amazing with everything he's gone through that he's uh, 5% to 10% ahead at this point. Well, I think people are sympathetic to the fact that he's obviously being railroaded by highly partisan, uh, illegally acting prosecutors. And people are, I, I would think, uh, upset about the fact that as our wonderful Man, he said the judicial system has been weaponized uh, as a, uh, what should I say, an arm of the Democrat Party, and uh, that is an attack on the Constitution. I, I think people are upset about that. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I, it's a very scary set of events. I think you're right. And Mandy, let me ask you a question. So you asked the reverse question with Trump. What are they willing to do to get rid of him? The left has their own questions, I'm sure, right now with Biden. And, and and what are they what what are they willing to do to get rid of him? Because I, you know, this is not an age thing, okay? Ben sadly has bad, a bad a horrific knee surgery and has bad and has a bad knee. So so it's hindered his it's it's hindered his walking. Uh, but before that, before a few years ago. Fully functionally, fully functional walker, but people get bad knees, they get bad backs. What, what, Mandy, what Biden has is not a bad knee and it's not a bad back. He, he, he can't get up the stairs. He can't do certain things, not because it's, he's just not there and the left is going to be forced to do something, Mandy. It's just, it's not physical. It's not limited to physical. It's, it's his mental, there's mental degradation as well. And it's not that he started out as the sharpest tool in the shed. Um, and so the bar was relatively low and it's gotten worse and his true colors are being exposed. He's actually, uh, um, he, he's not a good leader. He's a, he's a flimsy politician. He can't, he doesn't, didn't discipline his children and he doesn't even discipline his dog. And so his true colors are really coming out and he's and racist on top of that. He acknowledged his granddaughter when it became politically unpalatable and he only mentioned her and then simply moved on to try and stop some of the pressure that had been rightfully been building, um, not just from the Republican Party, but from the American people who couldn't believe that a sweet innocent, darling, six-year-old girl. She had nothing to do with how her life came to be, um, but she's a beautiful, wonderful life and a part of his family, and he refused to acknowledge her until recently. One thing uh, I heard that I, that I think is really interesting, um, I heard this recently, um, so the way the Democrat Party rules are with regard to nominating uh, their candidate for the presidency, they can wait up until 30 days out from whatever the final deadline is and change it out. 
And so I, I was listening to a couple of people talk about all sorts of potential scenarios, but I think you're right. When are they going to cut Biden loose? Because if if his poll numbers continue in this instance and Trump continues to grow in the way that the, the way that he is growing, which I think he will, because he's being a lot more strategic. Um, just look at his tone and tenor with a variety of interviews he's done from Tucker Carlson yeah. to Megyn Kelly and on and on. He's being very smart. Um, and, and there is a high degree of uh, a, a, a following something beyond what he normally does, which is just kind of be himself and shoot, shoot at the hip, which we all love. But to win in general, he's going to have to be a little bit more disciplined. And we've seen that. So at some point, I see them cutting Biden loose. And I found it very interesting to learn that the rules are 30 days out. They could literally flip the switch um, as far as who the Democrat Party nominee is going to be. That's important. Mandy raises a good point. Uh, just this last week, Gavin Newsom, who I believe will be the candidate for the Democrats, uh, vetoed a bill uh, in the California legislature, which would have required in custody proceedings for a judge to consider issues of gender neutrality. And the LBGQ community went crazy, okay? So it's clear that he is positioning himself to the extent he's capable of doing. And of course he has no uh, morality, much less ethics or principles. He's positioning himself more in the center now. And um, so what Mandy's saying is correct. They can insert him, you know, up to 30 days. Well, why? Well, I could hardly think of a less charismatic figure. But then again, who do the Democrats have who is charismatic? I mean, I hope and pray it's not going to be our current vice president. I mean, she she is pitiful. But uh, you, you just never know. I mean, who, who would? Who could the, the leading Democrat be? Is well, they'll put in Michelle Obama as, as vice presidential candidate. Oh, yeah, well, to Larry's point, Ben, it it it's, it it would probably be it would probably probably be Newsom. It's why he's debating. I don't know why DeSantis on Fox News. Uh, I can't think of a more something I would rather not watch uh, is. Uh, woke versus unwoke, I guess you would call the debate via Hannity. But yeah, he's positioning himself. He's raised a ton of money, Ben, and he's probably he looks the part. He's not the he looks the part. He he looks with his suit. He, he 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 looks like he's alive. That's that's a possibility. Yeah, right. It, comparatively party. speaking, that's actually very funny. He, <laughs> he has he has a heartbeat, and uh, he's he's got brain waves going. Uh, but Ben, yeah, that's that's probably where they're going is Gavin Newsom or Pete Buttigieg uh, or one of the. Pete Buttigieg. That, I mean, that is am, am, I, am I am I miss something? Has he accomplished anything? No, but no. Ben, All he's accomplished doing is posing in bed with his male husband as if his male husband just gave birth to two surrogate kids. Unbelievable. That's 100% the truth. And I don't even think that the OBGQ community can. No, no, Ben, Larry, hold on a second. Ben, he did not make it up. It's 100% the truth. But because to the left, intersectionality is so big, you can't replace somebody of on the hierarchy of intersectionality with a white guy. So the Gavin Newsom thing is a huge stretch. You can't take a supposed black woman who would be next in line, which would be Kamala Harris. And but she's not it. black. I, I, I said supposed and replace her 
with a unless Gavin Newsom makes it and I brought this up unless he makes a, a strategic move and comes out of the closet, then they could replace uh, then uh, they could replace intersectionality with could, intersectionality. Notwithstanding Michelle Obama, they could get Beyonce as the vice presidential yeah. candidate. Yeah, and uh, they could resurrect Whitney Houston and, and dig her up. You, I mean, who knows? It's 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 so amazing <laughs> that you say that because I didn't I did not realize and it, it's I don't even it's just a stupid thing of culture. But the NFL, um, you know, I, I was really yeah. hoping a certain band would uh, perform at the Super Bowl this year, and I will never watch the Super Bowl again uh, because my band was not picked. But Jay, who is your band? The Killers and Jay. It's a and it's Vegas oh. and it's Vegas. And Jay-Z is in charge of picking up the NFL halftime show. So uh, oh, I thought it was Usher. It's no, Jay-Z. No, Jay-Z picked Usher. And oh, okay. Jay-Z is the uh, liaison, is the halftime show liaison. But Ben, the last thing I wanted to talk about, and I know Larry wanted to talk about, again, getting to what is exactly is Trump's crime. So you have Menendez in, in New Jersey. I love this. I love this. Troy, <laughs> Actually, found gold There's bars in, in his house. I love it. Gold? Yeah, there's incredible dishonesty. Excuse me. There's incredible honesty to, to the dishonesty. Okay. It, it reminds me of Italy. You know, you don't have to go through campaign finance uh, machinations. You just put money in an envelope and you hand it across the table, right? So it's the same thing. This is refreshingly honest in the dishonesty. <laughs> of <gold bar. laughs> It's very funny. It's very funny. I love well, it. Well, I, I will say a lot of I love it. I work with uh I work with someone who's in the hard assets business. So they're broker dealer for gold, silver, bouillon, those sorts of things. And uh I kind of laugh because it seems like everyone's buying gold. Um and it's, it just shows the the current popularity giving the decline of the economy, which is when people tend to well, hold the gold bars. With all with the greatest respect. I, I don't know what you and Judah are talking about when you say the decline of the economy. The economy, it, it may change. Of course, it will change. But it's very strong now. Very, very strong. I mean, uh, it, could it could change, but it is very strong now. I, but I, I mean... Go ahead, man. Go ahead, Judah. Yeah, you, go. you get into these things with Ben, not me. But getting to the bigger <laughs> point, to well, Mandy, Mandy, to your point, most people don't have those gold... <laughs> Ben and, I, ben and I knew a guy, and this is not a joke. Very few people keep their gold bars in their house, okay? But Ben and I knew a guy. Ben, ben probably knew him for 40 years. And God rest his soul. His name was Al Shira. Uh, and uh, your, your former guy at the airport. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah. And, uh, Very and nice guy. You knew him for at least 40 years. And I had, I had met him a bunch of times. And every time I met him, he would bring up how much that he bought gold. And he and he lived alone, I believe. And I had a girlfriend for a while, but then he, she passed away. And he kept the gold in his house. And he, he, he had a lot of gold, according to him. And all I could think of, I have this image of this. I, I can't get the image of him just dying over his gold. It, you know, just it, but most people, Mandy, don't keep their gold bars in the house. And Ben, I love that he announces that he's running again. It's it's an anti-Latino thing. The reason they're going after him, yeah, it's anti-Latino. You had money, and he. This is the second time, Ben. He feels like he got away with it the first time. Well, he's, he's a lightning rod. He is the sacrificial lamb that the Democrat Justice Department is offering up 
take the heat away from Biden because you could say at least Biden didn't get gold bars. Okay, but it was revealed today. <laughs> don't tell me. Okay, don't tell me. Biden was found to have gold bars. No, I said at least they'll say he he didn't take gold bars. It, no, I said. But today it was revealed, <laughs> for, you know, for what it's worth by the Dog and Pony Show on Capitol Hill, run by um, James Comer and Jim Jordan, that Biden got a two hundred fifty thousand dollar wire transfer. Two hundred sixty, yeah. To his house, okay, with the, the address was on his house, you know, on, on the transfer form. So um, anyway, I guess Biden, not, I don't, I'm not sure why that's illegal. Biden doesn't deal in small change. Okay, well, so. I mean, it, the question has been who's giving Biden uh, 260 grand, but but I want to get to this thing too, Ben. Target's closing down 10 stores in major cities. Uh, because of crime, because of looting, and it's we've let the criminals ruin retail and ruin cities, and we've allowed it to happen because nobody is the cops won't do anything. This the 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 people that are voted in won't do anything, and this is it, it's you you were reminding me of somebody saying, you know, they do retail therapy, and after the show, I'm gonna that with my son. I know, and uh, who I, I didn't want to say it, but yeah, God God, bless, God rest his soul, and uh, but and he said, you know, he's gonna do retail therapy, and I love going to Target, even though yes, I know they had have had issues this past year. I still love going to Target. I'm not gonna mm, stop. Haven't been there since. I'm not. I well, the, the, well, I'm sorry. Tell me, Mandy, what I guess I, I've only been to Target a couple of times. So what what was the issues we learned? So, so during Pride Month, like in prominent displays with like glittery rainbows that obviously attract kids, uh, they were selling uh, non-binary and trans products. So when you walked in, you were immediately met with, it was like tuck it underwear for guys who want to be girls and binding tops for girls who want to be no, guys. And it no, was, no, it was no, prominent, no, internet, like in the front. No, and they, they, no, make no. It, they make it to where yeah. kid, obviously kids, like my sure. daughter sees a rainbow she's gonna go up to it because she's like oh they're so pretty and it's got sparkly things too and so yeah that's it what cost they did them at least seven million dollars they even had stuff for toddlers then toddlers yeah they had shirts uh, like toddler shirts i forget what it said like i'm here and i'm queer or something like no, that no 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 please you're, you're, yes you're all you're all teasing no we're not at all Actually, unfortunately listen, not. And listen, my boycotting stops with listen. I won't drink Budweiser, uh, so that's where I I draw the line. Well, you don't drink. drink. You don't drink. Well, that's why it's an easy yeah. thing. That's why it's very easy for me to boycott, <laughs> to boycott Budweiser. But I I I, I sort of. Uh, but Ben, it's it's. I was in Target this morning, and it looked like I was walking into a sort of quasi lockup. Everything was locked up. I, 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 everything above probably thirty-five dollars was locked. You, you, you find had that to, at CBS a lot and at Walgreens as well. Razor blades, you know, uh, Actifed, you know, which you can make into meth. And what? When? What? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, they they don't sell you. You have to get you have to get ID'd for that. It's wait, uh, wait a minute. You got, I'm feeling like you guys are no, we're not for Sudafed. I want to say, Larry, not Actifed. I'm okay, not really Sudafed. familiar with what I that used is. To represent Pharaoh's Welcome at my first uh, law firm. Yeah, for Sudafed, yeah. you they card you at the store, Ben. I'm not kidding. 
and uh, they, they've carted me for Sudafed at uh, at the pharmacy because of the meth problem. At the Pavilion Pharmacy? At uh, Rite Aids. Yeah, uh, and, and take it, Ben, in Beverly Hills, when you had the looting, you know, uh, during COVID, what did they go after? They didn't go after the very wealthy stores, you know, like Cartier or Van Cleef and Arpel. They, they did in my neighborhood. You know, what they went, you know what they went for? They went for the... Uh, pharmacies to get that kind of stuff. They stole sunglasses. They stole athletic shoes, uh, but they weren't smart enough to actually steal the the high end stuff. And uh, I don't know. That's just an aside. Well, they certainly were trying in my neighborhood. But Ben, the bigger point being is that we've absolutely capitulated and we've given in to criminals. Uh, and uh, my friend said to me on the phone today, Ben, and I think you'll really appreciate this. I didn't know you had any friends. I don't. Uh, but he called me and said the three worst uh, areas of uh, violence in L.A. are downtown, Skid Row, and Hollywood, and um, are the most are the most dangerous areas. And uh, and he and he was talking to me about you know, the victimless crimes and they constantly say about the left's pushes that drug addicts, it's, it's, it's victimless that they're, you know, let them, but they're, but Ben, there's nothing scarier than watching somebody come down off a night of being high and needing more. They are extremely dangerous people. And we're not getting, and we have dangerous people on the streets that the left and the ACLU has allowed to be on the streets and ruin our cities, Ben. Yeah, it's with alcohol too. Alcohol, anything, Larry, anything that 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 you need more of the next morning that you need to to get a hold of very instantly, Ben. And it's really it's really heartbreaking, Ben, that the, the police are not allowed to do more. That uh, well, it's heart rendering. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's incredible. I, I I can't believe it. I mean, I'm floored by. I must say, with with respect to you, Judah M. Friedman, uh, I think you ought to move because I don't see that much of it at Beverly Hills. Well, I uh, you don't you don't have these. Uh, well, you, yes, you Ben Beverly Hills has had to hire security guards for well, their that's right. well, and that's see, right. and 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 separate and, and separate patrol and and, and hire uh, patrols because of those stores that got looted and that got robbed. And I don't see it. You're right. I don't see certain things. I said downtown Hollywood and Skid Row. I live in North Hollywood, not Hollywood. Where is Skid Row? Uh, Skid Row is close to downtown. I mean, I want to say Skid Row is close to downtown. By the the way, Ben, remember a few years ago, uh, you somebody smashed into your car. You might remember that. And basically, yeah, you went over to the police chief, you told me. And they were trying to carjack you. That was no, no, no. They didn't crash into me. They, they, they pulled up to me and tried to get me to pull over and talk to them, which I didn't do because I was, even I'm very stupid and old. I'm not quite that stupid. But uh, you're, you're right. The crime problem is just insane. And it's insane because if you enforce the law against theft, robbery, shoplifting, then you're considered a racist. Well, Senators, we're closing up, Mandy. The, 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 every, uh, these are the things that I really think are affecting the voters. I, 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 I'm looking, you want to look at anything, and it's safety and security. And if you don't, if you can't feel safe walking into a CVS, or you feel like you're walking into any store in America, 
and you need to you you there's more security to buy a product than there is to vote and it, it's 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 a really it's a it, 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 people have to be walking into these places mandy going what the hell is going on subconsciously something i yeah, don't think it's I subconscious mean, yeah it's conscious. no i think it's it you're right ben it's very it's very much in your face uh this this breakdown of basic security protocols, basic safety. It's not that people don't even feel safe shopping. It's they don't feel driving and parking and getting out of their car with their kids. Uh, you hear about carjackings up in is Washington, D.C. Wait, is that true in, in Mississippi? No, it's not true. No, we all carry guns. Um, so you try to carjack at your own damn risk. Um, and that's the way it's always going to be. Uh, but well, that's interesting. Elsewhere, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're so right. I, I, I have a very close friend who's an astoundingly, unbelievably beautiful young woman who just told me that she does not leave the house on, without being strapped. Which means yeah, very few people do. Yeah. You know what? That's Ben, the biggest reason I'm an advocate for the one of the biggest things of being a First Amendment person is women should be. Is it Second Amendment? Isn't it second? Sorry, the Second Amendment is being strapped and being uh, it being fully locked and loaded. And uh, women especially need to learn how to protect themselves. And Ben's brought this up for years with Jews. He can't understand why more Jews don't have guns. And uh, Larry Clayman, final thoughts of the evening. And you can plug yourself away. Said <laughs> oh, one thing when Ben went over to the police station when you know he was whatever they wanted to do to him occurred. Remember they told you Ben get yourself a gun. This is Beverly Hills. They told you that. Yeah. When I'm heartrending. When Jeb Bush, when Jeb Bush became governor of Florida, and I think he was generally a very good governor of Florida, he certainly would have been a much better president than his brother a W if he had been elected. Uh, he put in effect a uh, concealed carry law and allowed you to carry it in most public places. Crime went down significantly at that point, and it's, it's remained down ever since. Okay, plug yeah, well, in North Idaho, where the wifey and I have some homes, big wifey and I, uh, people uh, carry guns, and they there's so much belief, belief in the right of citizens to carry guns and people carry guns and even leave them on the seats of their cars while they go in to have dinner and the cars are unlocked because people know that if you steal a gun from somebody in North Idaho, you're going to be found and you're not going to be found in very good condition. Well said. And uh, I'll never forget when I went to that gun show with Ben in Idaho. It was one of the coolest uh -huh. things. And I always try to use that as an example because people, the left has painted gun shows in this really bad way. And I can tell you, those people in Idaho were not selling guns to anybody that they did not recognize. Nobody was walk walking in off the street and buying that. And it's the, one of the great lies that's been perpetrated by the left about uh, the gun shows. Gun shows. Plug yourself quickly. Me plug myself? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're kidding. Go to freedomwatchusa.org. Freedomwatchusa.org. And please contribute with tax-deductible contributions. We need it. We're your Justice Department. You have no real Justice Department. All you've got is a Gestapo under the Biden administration. What about your book? My book. I can't ever forget my book. <laughs> well, you did it. It's a counter-revolution. Wake oh up. Oh, my God. You forgot your book. And you can get it at freedomwatchusa.org. <clears throat> and I think, Ben, you wrote a, a quick uh, little synopsis of it. You said... 
very unconventional, but Larry's always right. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> God bless and, you, sir. Uh, also, his part uh, book, <laughs> Essays of a Diary, Essays of a Madman. And of course, you could find Mandy Gunasaker. Mandy, plug yourself. Yeah, you can find me on truth at mandy.gunasakura or on Twitter at MississippiMG. Perfect. And of course, you can find Ben Stein on True Social. You can find him at spectator.org. You can find him at Newsmax. You can find his upcoming Nixon book very soon. You can find him, of course, here on The World According to Ben Stein. I want to thank Ben Stein and uh, from the bottom of my heart again. And uh, off to New York in a few hours. God bless you all. Um, a true American hero. You are a true American hero, Ben Stein. Ben, take us out. You'd like. You got to win a little, lose a little, and always have the blues a little of. That's the story of, that's the glory of love. Yes, you're way on the top now, and you want to be free. Why you? much too good a song to waste on my pathetic voice, but it's a wonderful song called "The Glory of." Perfectly sung, okay. and Ben, and God bless you all. God bless this great country. We will see everybody on Thursday night with our man Rob. Have a good night, everybody. Rob, God bless you. We were going to say.